mastering your emotions so you can be a safe space for the feminine mm, is yes. actually to me the art of masculinity so i would think it means two things to me one it's always like in the eye of the beholder so realize that it's okay to have a different view than somebody else two it's always being created and recreated uh i i think it means an openness to growth an openness to learning an openness to looking at what is masculinity in me and having curiosity about what parts are serving me and what parts maybe aren't serving me so well anymore. And so the art of masculinity is truly that. If you can master being a lion and a lamb, you've mastered masculinity. The art of masculinity to me means knowing how to gracefully dance between both the feminine flow and the structure of the masculine. This is The Art of Masculinity with your host, Johnny Elsassin. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Art of Masculinity. If you guys weren't paying attention to my Instagram, you guys may not know that we just finished up the Wild Man Experience uh, last weekend and it was a huge success. The guys had a great time. We implemented some new features to the Wild Man Experience because we're always growing, refining, and improving our events so that guys get the most out of it. If you don't know what the Wild Man is, it's a three-day event where I bring guys into the world of former special operations and protection. And underlying all of that is an essence of VIP where we have an executive chef, a state-of-the-art ranch, and um, pristine rooms that the guys get to stay in. And we have an underlying feature of biohacking by including breath work, including fire and ice for the guys after a full day out on the range. And on top of all that, we do men's development work where we dive into real conversations and explore things that typically men don't share in their everyday lives, maybe even with their groups of men who are supporting them nowadays. So it gives you the opportunity to create a new tribe of men and we all get to bond together over a few days very fast and in a very fun environment oh yeah and you also get to do a lot of shooting you get to shoot out of a moving car and you get to shoot out of a helicopter so if you missed the last wild man experience we do have another one coming up this year in 2022 from november 3rd to november 6th we are already about halfway full so if you are interested in coming, please message me as soon as possible. Get on the list, lock down your spot today so that you can be part of November's event and not be looking at the pictures and videos, missing out saying, I wish I was there. All right, now that you guys are aware of the wild man experience, I wanna dive into today's episode. And today's episode is about the mother wound. I think there's a lot of men in this world today, especially the alphas out there, the guys who have isolated themselves, who ha haven't necessarily needed that feminine touch or, or that nurturing to get in, to, to be successful in their lives. And I know this because I left my home at 17 years old and I've never looked back since. I haven't lived back in Fresno, California since I was a kid. And I've literally gone off and just done everything in my life from 17 to 35 completely on my own. There was never that nurturing feature that many people carry on, uh, especially into their early 20s, um, going through college and things like that. So. I know what it's like to have that mother wound. And I say that because there was, when I went to an event where it was a self-development 
event and it was more of like a people development there were aspects of simply just men and then also just women but it was a, a beautiful very well curated event through ista and in that event i realized that I actually had a deep mother wound and I didn't know what it was and I never really needed somebody to nurture me. I didn't need my mom there and I didn't need that relationship with my mother because I was very much autonomous and isolated myself and really disassociated myself from family ties, not because there was any anything wrong with them. It was just because I, as a guy and being a, a man who went out on his own at 17 years old and was at war at 18, I didn't really need that connection, or at least I thought I didn't need that connection. But in that same time, I realized that I wasn't the nicest person to my mom. And I was wondering why that was there, like why I didn't really give a fuck and why I didn't really, you know, I wasn't necessarily mean to her. I just didn't treat her like, you know, as respectful as we as men should be treating the woman who carried us for nine months and gave us, you know, this beautiful life that we have. And I was thinking to myself, well, what is this? Like, I don't feel like I have a mother wound. I don't feel like there's anything uh, wrong between my mother and I. And, and, you know, I love her, but I didn't have a tight connection with her. And I thought that that was okay. And, And it is, you don't necessarily have to have a connection. And just because you don't have a tight connection doesn't mean you have a mother wound. So don't think that, don't take that in the wrong direction. But I didn't have a tight connection with her, which was okay. But I had some anger and animosity towards her and I didn't know why. And so when I when I went into this program and started to work on on that, I did something that was called aspecting where you put somebody else on the other side of the conversation and you actually get to speak for them in the sense of what they are feeling or what they're thinking. And most of us, when we put somebody in this aspecting um, environment, we can kind of interpret what they we believe them to say. And the key thing about it is that it's the perception of what we believe that they would say because it's the perception of what we feel they feel. And so to get all of this out, to heal that bond, to, to heal the, the wound that lied within, I needed to see what was going on and I needed to realize like what was the impact between my mother and I that caused this rift. And what it was for me, and many men out there may be able to resonate with this, um, and if not, we'll talk about like how you can find this in your own life, but for me, what it was, was when I was in my teenage years, my mother and father got divorced, and it was uh, they were married for about 18 years, and I didn't realize, because I was a kid and I didn't understand this, I didn't realize how that impacted my mother as a, as a human being, as a woman, as, a, as a, uh, a wife, and as a mother to three children. And so I took it as when that happened and my mother changed to somebody who was much more um, or much less independent. She was much less autonomous. She was much less uh, strong. You know, she was, she wasn't a very strong woman after that. She had her own wounds that she was going through her trauma. She was trying to heal and figure out who she was after that moment. I didn't realize that, you know, 
there was a point for her where that all broke apart. And I still saw my mom as this very independent, strong powerhouse boss lady who could sit there in boardrooms and run the show with men in there and ran the household and, you know, balanced all these different things. Cause my father wasn't that supportive of a father with all the kids and stuff. He did a lot of work and he was, he was a good dude, but he wasn't the best father in the sense of nurturing or, um, teaching or any of that stuff. And so my mom picked up a lot of the slack. And so when I was growing up, I saw her as this very fierce, strong woman who could do all of these things. And when this, this happened to her, when, when my father and her ended up splitting, it, it really broke her. But when it broke her, it broke the woman that I viewed as my mother. And so when I was going through this process at ISTA, I realized that I had to have, a a, a death for my mother and she's still alive guys. So don't worry. And I love her to death. She's an amazing woman, but I had to have a death for that version of my mother. And that's where the animosity was coming from. I had anger because that was no longer her. And I was mad at the woman that she became because it, it, to me, it was a shell of herself, but I didn't understand at that point uh, when I was a kid, that that was the new version of my mom after she had worked through her stuff or maybe not worked through her stuff after she allowed those wounds to, to affect her and to be the woman that she was afterward, that was a different version of my mom. And I had to come to terms or, or, or in the ISTA, uh, training, I got to come to terms with the fact that that old version of my mother was no longer there and she was not going to come back. I couldn't influence her to come back. And so to hold on to that and to hold that judgment and anger towards her wasn't fair to her, but it also wasn't fair to me. And for me to harbor that needed to be released. And so circling back to the mother wound, I ask all men out there because many men have it. And, and most guys want to deny the mother wound because they think it's going to be like, Oh, you're, you're a wuss, you're a weakling, whatever it is. Um, but many men have the, the mother wound and many, many men have the father wound. And we'll go into that in a later episode, but for the mother wound, you know, it's asking yourself, okay, what what may have happened between you guys? Because it's not always necessarily trauma inflicted by that person. It could just be the fact that the way that you viewed them became very different. So when did you start to see them differently? When did you start to see her differently? And what was it that may have caused that separation in the version of your mother that you saw? And if you can isolate where that was, you can determine, okay, maybe that was something that she went through, or maybe it was something that I went through and I can address that to then heal the relationship that I have with my mother now. And it's a work in progress, guys. We all get the opportunity to continue to work on this, but we have to go back and isolate and identify what it was that we went through that caused that separation or caused the new perception of disassociation with that, that human, that person in our life. And for me, it was that moment when I saw my mom in a very weakened state and I didn't understand how she had gotten there. And then she never came out of that. So then I held it against her that she never went back to the mother that I knew. And in all of that, I had to realize that there was a moment in time where that was created. And to heal that, I had to be like, okay, that number one needed to be, I needed to go through a ceremonial, um, you know, burial for that mother 
for my old, the old version of my mother that was, that raised me until, until I was about, you know, 16 years old. Cause that's when everything happened, 14 or 16, somewhere in there anyways. But I had to realize that, that she was no longer there and she was not going to come back. And then I had to accept the new version of my mother and accept who she was now and accept the person that she is and how she lives life and her thought patterns and her perceptions. And so when I came to that realization, it helped me to put down the anger and the armor that I had built up against her. And it allowed me to say, okay, I can love her for this woman and I can start to embrace her in a new way as you know, my mother 2.0. And so when that happened, I realized this was how I heal the trauma. And for all of us, we can understand that's how we can heal the trauma because at the end of the day, we're carrying or we're burdening ourselves, our mindsets, our souls, our emotions. We're burdening that with the anger and the resentment that we're carrying and the judgment that we're carrying against our mother. And if we don't heal that trauma, we're also penalizing her for something that she either may not know happened or she may have she may not have the ability or at least the openness to go through the process of healing herself from that trauma and going back to the version of herself that she was happiest in she may not have that experience in you know self-development to do that and so we as men get the opportunity to heal that mother wound not only for us but for her too because if we can learn to accept her for that version that she is and she is happy in that version and she doesn't want to find a different path outside of it if we can support her in that then we can heal that for her that rift that that separation that we had and so Ultimately, when we come to that realization, this is something that we are doing for both us and our mothers. And so as we move forward in that attempt to do that, realize there is a moment in time that that may have happened and you get the opportunity to think back, okay, when was that? And why did that happen? And what was it that changed in me? And why did I view her differently? And go down that rabbit hole so you can uncover the root of where the mother wound came from. And then that can give you the, the uh, approach on how to heal that within your life because you don't want to be carrying that because it's not only impacting our relationships with our mothers, it's impacting our relationships with our sisters, with our, our wives, with our daughters, with our friends who are women. It, it impacts a lot of that because we tend to see all of these other women, whether for good or bad, and whether you think this is the Oedipus complex or not, but we all have an underlying effect of the women that we surround ourselves with as the ver as some version or some some consistency with our mother or whoever was perceived as our mother figure in our lives and so when we can heal that we can heal all of our women relationships to some degree when we have a mother wound so for all of us men out there being strong in our vulnerability and openness to admit that we have something like this is the ability to say we're willing to step forward and grow in the men that we are and impact ourselves and the rest of our community in a positive way. So 
dive into this guys. I really challenge you because at the end of the day, I know for me, I would never have said I had a mother wound. And even saying that right now is like, bro, you're a little bitch, <laughs> like, you know? Um, but it's, it's understanding that those are things that we carry. And if we can heal that in our lives, then we can start to make strides and, and release the pressure and release the, the stress and sadness that we carry with us. We can release those things. And, you know, I, number one, never would have admitted this, you know, years ago, but had I, had I not gone through what I did in ISTA, I wouldn't even have known why I had that anger towards her and that animosity towards her and that judgment towards her, but that's what came out of it. And so I'm so grateful for that moment because after that, I, I was able to release a lot of the frustration I had with her and really grow to love her in a different light. And it's still a work in progress. If you talk to my mom today, she'd be like, yeah, Johnny doesn't call me that often. Uh, and <laughs> Johnny doesn't text me back all the time. So it's a work in progress and it has nothing to do with any anger towards her. I'm a very busy person, but I, it also shows that I'm still working on making her a priority in my life. And so realizing that that is something that I'm continually working on. That's a byproduct of that mother wound that I held for so long from 17 to 35, right? Those all play into effect. So breaking, breaking that cycle and being like, okay, now is the time that I get to make strides forward and say, okay, how can I embrace her more? How can I support her? How can I give her a text more often? Maybe call her every, a couple times, you know, a month or a few times a month, like doing more of those things to establish that connection and just say hi and let her know I'm thinking about her. But that is a work in progress. So as we continue forward, men, we continue forward on this journey together, knowing that there are other men going through this not only yours truly hosting the show, but many men listening to this right now are going through the same things that you are with your mother wounds. So don't feel alone. Don't feel isolated. It is something that we all carry or many of us carry. I wouldn't say we all, many of us carry and that we, many of us felt it was very shameful to expose. So you're not alone, men. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you had some revelation to it. And if you have any questions on it, please feel free to message me at johnny at johnnylsasser.com. You can shoot me a note or you can shoot me a message on Instagram at johnny.lsasser. Um, let me know, guys, if this impacted you, how it impacted you. If you need some more tools to get through this or to help yourself do some discovery on the mother wound, let me know. And I will be more than happy to have that conversation. All right, guys, as always, remember to drop the ego and stay humble. Until next time.